Hi, everyone. I'm Jonas Bordeaux. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Dwellsy. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Rent Matters. Today, we've got Chris Stafford on the line with us. Really excited to talk to him. Chris has just moved recently. He's a renter in the San Francisco Bay Area. Chris, welcome. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me, Jonas. It's great to have you on the show. Really appreciate your time. So tell us about your search. How did it go? Um, it was terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, it's so funny, Jonas, I've been selling real estate in San Francisco for over 25 years, and I constantly have agents uh, calling me, not even agents, clients really, calling me all the time asking me, you know, how do I find a rental? I want to sell my house. How do I find a rental? And I never really had a clear answer for them because it's not, I don't deal personally with rentals. I only deal with sales in San Francisco, and I don't know many people that do do rentals. Um, so it's really sort of a haphazard um, situation because just by way of my experience, I recently sold a large building I have here in San Francisco because I'm planning in the next couple of years to move to Panama. And my partner and oh, I bought a, a big move. That's exciting. Yeah, we're super excited about it. My partner and I bought a cool condo overlooking the Pacific Ocean in Panama. And so what we wanted to do is we wanted to find a rental in San Francisco as I'm sort of winding down affairs here in the next few years. And so we tried to find a rental. And so here I put myself in the same situation that all my clients have been begging me for for the last 20 years. And it was just a nightmare. I yeah. mean, it was, you know, one of the things that I found is like you really had to sort of like figure out on your own what buildings you wanted to go to, what areas you wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. And then you had to be subjected to all these high pressure sales tactics Oof. from all these people. And yeah, so it was just, it took a lot of time. I was just really surprised. I've been in this business for so long and I thought, oh my God, there's got to be a better way to do this. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That is not how it should be. Yeah. Tell me about those high pressure sales tactics. Like, how do you respond to that? You know, can you tell us a little bit more about what that's like and how you react? Yeah, you know, being in real estate myself, I'm sort of, I sort of had to giggle at some of the stuff people would do. But, you know, in, in San Francisco anyways, and I don't know if this is true in the rest of the market across the country, is that the rental market has sort of gone down a little bit uh, because, I mean, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's COVID, what have you. And so I think a lot of people are, I think probably just a lot of people are moving out of San Francisco. So, they're, so a lot of rental agents in the buildings, in the specific buildings, are really trying to do anything to entice you to stay. Uh, the least of, of which is, you know, calling you all the time, emailing you all the time. I mean, like getting 10, 20 emails and calls a week, offering all kinds of crazy rent incentives and free parking. And, you know, I'll wash <laughs> your dog for three months if you, you know, rent this, you know, it, it was really crazy. And, you know, who needs all that high pressure sales stuff? Yeah, I completely agree. I think there's a level, you know, I, I certainly feel for the folks on the other side of that because I'm sure that, you know, they're feeling a lot of pressure to get the units leased right now. But at the same time, you know, that kind of stuff is just not, you know, engender goodwill and, and make for a great, you know, living experience. I think they got to remember this is people's homes after all. And you want to feel great about that experience. So that kind of tactic's not going to be not going to be good. Um, it is interesting that they're offering you a ton of stuff, you know, washing your dog for three months. That sounds fabulous. I could use that. What, are, you know, what other yeah. things were they offering you? So the place I came to really had the best deal. Mm -hmm. uh, and I really love the building that we're in right now. But everybody was offering up to two to three months free rent, wow. free parking for six months. Here I got free. I got half off, 50% off parking for a year. You know, one other crazy things were they doing. They were offering like cash bonuses, tickets to things like concerts and you know when we're back in business 
there were yeah all kinds of you know great things and, you're, and it's really hard to not get really excited by some of this stuff yeah yeah absolutely free rent for three months like that's amazing i know, you know free parking like i thought there was no such thing as free parking yeah right? or a thousand dollar wine country experience you know if wow. you sign on the, you know, of course you've got to sign that day to get the <laughs> yeah no high pressure right <laughs> no high pressure you definitely have to sign that day uh-huh. unless you come back the next day in which it might be better <laughs> exactly <so>. exactly <laughs> uh, well that's fascinating you know our, our our um our listeners might be interested to know that you know one of the reasons why they offer all that upfront stuff is because they want to lock in at that higher rent rate so that when it comes to renewal time, you're renewing off that higher base, which is, you know, but it makes for a, a real windfall up front in markets like San Francisco. And I think some others like New York and Seattle are also seeing similar dynamics right now. It is really enticing in that. But that's that's the kicker, because a lot of the places here in San Francisco, I don't if you guys know that uh, you probably know that we have rent control here in San Francisco. So older mm-hmm. buildings are subject to rent control, but newer buildings are not. So there's so many newer buildings and yeah, you could be, you know, start off paying, you know, for a one bedroom apartment, you could start off paying $3,000 a month. And then you realize after a month, it's going to go to 5,000. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Got to be careful of that. That's a, that's a brutal lift. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm curious, you mentioned um, identifying some specific buildings. Is that how you went about your search? You, you knew which buildings you might want to be in and you went and checked those out? Or were you doing a broader search to start and then narrowed in on things? Well, yes. In San Francisco, we have you know, different defined areas, neighborhoods, if you will. And we were, you know, I've been living in the city for over 25 years. So obviously very familiar with the city. And so I knew specifically that I wanted to be in one or two areas. And so then I just picked those areas and then um, started looking at buildings within those areas. And at the same time, my partner was also going online just to look at other areas, just to see if there were any like really super swanky buildings that offered really good deals and and all that good stuff. You know, and and it's funny as a renter, I'm sure a lot of your listeners can appreciate this, uh, trying to find a uh, a rental building. You really sometimes get a little bit desperate and you start thinking to yourself, oh, you know, I can do without parking or I can do without a bathroom. (laughs) You know, it's okay. (laughs) It does seem a bit of a stretch to me, but that might be unique to me. Others may be more comfortable. Exactly. So you start getting really desperate. But, you know, the easiest way to do this, in my opinion, is really try to be as targeted as you can in terms of the type of building you want, the area that you want. Um... And just some way that you could, you know, be as targeted as possible because in larger cities, especially like here and some of the other larger cities, I mean, you're, you could be all over the board. You could spend hours. I mean, you could spend 40 hours a week just going through all the rental buildings in the city. And if you're not yeah. targeted, my God. Yeah. Out of curiosity, how much time do you think you spent uh, on your search? Well, in terms of researching, visiting buildings, uh, revisiting buildings, driving around areas. And then I would say, and and also my partner's search online, which was pretty intensive. I would say that we easily spent 40 man hours, uh, maybe even more. You know, I'm just picking a number right now, but easily 40 man hours. And, and I have a day job too. <laughs> yeah, that is, a, that is a ton of time. But you know, I can tell you that's not unusual. We hear from a lot of renters uh, here at Dwellsey who we talk to that, you know, actually 40 hours is, is pretty typical of what it takes to find a place these days. It's, uh, yeah, it's that's crazy. hugely time consuming for folks. Mm-hmm. Not easy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, what, what would you what would you share with our listeners? You know, some of the key takeaways you mentioned. You know, really staying focused on neighborhoods, and and really you know trying to winnow down the options uh, early uh, to triage. Anything else? And and also in particular, any other tips on on searching during COVID? Because I know it's a particularly complicated time to search right now. Yeah, with regard to COVID, that does make it a lot more interesting, that's for sure. Um, you know, the biggest tip, the biggest thing is to try to be as specific as possible in your own mind. Mm-hmm. Write down on a list of papers what's really important. Yep. You know, is having parking, a washer dryer in the unit, uh, do you need air conditioning? You know, what are your non-negotiables? And be as specific as possible and really write down an asterisk or star the ones that you just can't live without that you're not going to sacrifice mm-hmm. and then take that filter and apply it to the and again try to be as specific as possible with neighborhoods and buildings mm-hmm. uh, but take that filter and apply it to the buildings in that particular area that you really want mm-hmm. and then here's the thing too that you know I, I tell my real estate when I'm, when I'm representing buyers in real estate mm-hmm. for sales mm-hmm. and I say the same I'll say the same thing for renters is if the, if you have two or three or four what you consider to be non-negotiable points, mm-hmm. don't give up, don't sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Because I truly, truly believe that as long as you're being realistic with your rental price, um, you'll find what you want. And so, you know, just really stick to your guns and stick to what you really want because it is out there. Yeah. It, you know, it sounds like one of the necessary precursors in order to make that strategy work and really be able to stick to, you know, what's important to you is to have some time flexibility. Does that make sense to you, like to be able to create a situation in which you you have some flexibility over when you can move? Uh, Oh, I see what you're saying. Time flexibility in terms of when you can move. Yes. Uh, That obviously is we ended up moving before a month before uh, our previous lease ended. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, if you have time flexibility, but also if you have time flexibility just to spend the time doing Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, if you don't have a life, that helps. (laughs) (laughs) because you can really spend a lot of time doing this so you know if there's anything out there uh that can you know really help you know in terms of a centralized place to look for rentals that's what we kept looking for the holy grail and we never found it but it is it does take a lot of time absolutely well you know that's why we're building dwells is to be that uh that central hub and we've already got more inventory than any other site on the web and growing so uh hopefully you know, I'm so surprised that something like that, like Dwellsy, yeah. hasn't happened sooner because this is such a, you know, again, I've been hearing the same, you know, sad story for the last 20 years and people just can't, mm-hmm. other than going to Craigslist, you know, that's in San Francisco in the Bay Area, that's sort of yeah. like the go-to for everybody. Uh, but it's it's usually bad information. It's outdated information. It's really yeah. hard to navigate yeah. through. And yeah, so, it's, uh, you know, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why we are building Dwellsy now and weren't building it before is that uh, with Craigslist actually kind of going away in the rental space, obviously Craigslist is still very strong elsewhere, but uh, they have very little inventory these days in the rental space because the fraud on there has just gone crazy. Um, so... Oh yeah, you know mm-hmm. that's. I'm glad you said that too because I've had a number yep. of my listings for sale in San Francisco where people post mm-hmm. them on Craigslist yep. as rentals, and they try to get people yeah, to come and see it. That is exactly the number Crazy. one type of fraud on Craigslist. So you know, folks out there, be careful. Exactly what Chris is describing uh, is uh, you know fraudsters yeah. out there scraping uh, for sale listings, putting a rental price on them that looks too good to be true. 
uh, and then, you know, suckering mm-hmm. good folks into parting with, you know, sometimes first and last month's rent, sometimes security deposits as well. I've no, I know people have lost thousands of dollars in those scams. So you really got to be careful yeah. and use uh, trusted sites, not not a site like Craigslist that has no security precautions. Mm-hmm. You have to admit that. It takes oh, my goodness. Yeah. To do that. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> not going to give those folks too much credit, but uh, but you're not wrong about the hotspot. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, I'm, I'm curious about going to see places in the midst of COVID. You know, did you find the precautions in place were uh, made you more comfortable with that experience or was that still a challenge? Uh, you know, aside mm-hmm. from everybody wearing masks uh, and having to have an appointment, you can't yep. just walk off the street and uh, you do have to make appointments. There really wasn't too mm-hmm. much of a problem. Uh, so as long as you're making an appointment and wearing masks, it's not, I don't think a lot of people went out of their way to sterilize places or to be really um, cognizant of the mm-hmm. whole COVID crisis. So, you know, it's really up to you to yeah. take your own precautions when you're yeah. going to look at buildings. But uh, I think that, you know, I think that's yeah. possible and you can certainly do it. But yeah, it does make it a little bit more interesting yeah. COVID to be yeah, looking at buildings. Uh, you know, just nerve-wracking for all of us i feel like going out and seeing places and you know knowing that that's in the backdrop yeah. it's uh i think hard to get comfortable in what will be your home um with that with that backdrop. right, right. Uh, did exactly. you see any um places where you could book a tour and, and go in there without a leasing agent no no so in san francisco we were able we always met somebody you had to mm-hmm. meet somebody in the office uh they frequently mm-hmm. would give you mm-hmm. keys to property to, to uh, apartments in the building yeah. and then you would do your own tour you would yeah. do a self-guided tour but you always had okay. to you know meet somebody um and yet, but it's really important to do this because you know you know like my partner found out <laughs> you can really spend blow through a lot of hours doing all kinds of research on buildings and seeing these really glamorous <laughs> websites. And then you get into a, an apartment. It's my God, it's like a nano size of what the pictures show. Yeah. And, I mean, it's really, yeah, you've got to see it's everything. It's amazing what you person. can do with lenses on cameras uh, to make the space look different. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you exactly. know, so many of the big buildings exactly. as well, they'll often just show photos of the uh, model unit or, you know, whatever unit was vacant last time, not the currently available unit. So that's another challenge is seeing photos of the actual unit before you get in there. Right. And, you know, Jonas, the other thing that I was really surprised about too is that not, you know, I shouldn't probably say this, but um, in deference to these rental agents, they weren't, a lot of them weren't Mm. really that knowledgeable about the buildings too. And so, yeah, so it's really important to, you know, to figure out a way to go online and find detailed information about what you're looking at because we were mm-hmm. misquoted prices, misquoted parking. Um, I mean, all kinds of things that they just, uh, uh, it was really uh, frustrating. frustrating. I've Very worked with some fabulous rental agents, but I've also unfortunately worked with some, like you described, who uh, don't have as much mastery of the facts as you'd want them to have. Uh, so it's a good question, uh, you right. know, a, good, a good point for our listeners to you know, make sure uh, you're confident in you know the, the person you're talking to, and that they can really make commitments before you have to make a commitment. Uh, you know, sometimes right, you know, I've right. seen people who, uh, like you described, go into um, sign a lease, and the lease price is different than what they've been discussing. And it's like, wait a second, what's going on of here? Of course, yeah, yeah, Bait yeah. And or switch. you know, yeah. sometimes it's not yeah. you know nobody intended to do the wrong thing just the leasing agent didn't have the right information and when they went to put the lease together there was different different info 
coming from corporate or whatever. Yes. It and it changes rapidly. You know, it changes the pricing of the rents. I mean, the security deposits, the deals and the free incentives, all that changes yeah. on a day, yeah. hour and hour yeah, no, basis. You're absolutely right. It changes in some cases, some properties, it changes several times a day, uh, which just drives me bonkers. Yeah, but, exactly. You know. Don't forget to ask about the free dog walk. <laughs> that is important, <laughs> you know? Uh, that's great. Well, you know, what about uh, rental life once you get into the apartment? You know, any any tips for our uh, listeners is, uh, you know, how you can make the most out of your uh, home, how, you know, how to get along with the landlord, with neighbors, that sort of thing? Okay, yes, I've got the I'm excited to hear answer. it. And the, per- the perfect answer is suck up to the property manager. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to do. Yeah. I'm serious. You know, we when we ran this place, we knew the building and the amenities and the deal was too too good to pass up. And so when we, as part of the move-in, uh, this particular mm-hmm. property manager had a dog, big old fat sort of crazy dog. And I happen to like dogs, so we really sucked up to the dog, and we were really making you know nice with the dog. And she goes, "Oh, I'm so surprised. Nobody <laughs> usually likes my dog." Yeah, yeah. This is the property manager. And she was actually really mm-hmm. sweet, and she is very sweet. And um, and so we were really solicitous with her. We ended up buying, we went to the most expensive chocolate manufacturer in San Francisco oh, and nice. bought her this big box of chocolates and all this good stuff. And and because of that, this woman has bent over backwards for us. We had, we're living in a, in a, in a large apartment here, but um, it's all brand new. But the, like for one, one example, this is like, there's a number of things that she did for us. But one example is, is that, the stainless steel mm. refrigerator was mm. dented. It yeah. was sort of in not good yeah. shape. It was only a year old, but it was not in good shape. And I says, is there any chance that you can have that fixed? And she, without hesitation, says, you mm. know what, Chris, for you guys, I'm going yeah, to give great. you a brand new refrigerator. So she yeah. replaced the refrigerator, which is sort of cool. And she's done a number of things like that. So it, it's yeah. really important. Find the property manager who's going to be running the building and be solicitous. Uh, that fabulous them. advice. Those folks uh, have a tough job and, you know, they love helping yes. people. That's why you get into that line of business. And if, you know, you're easy to help and you're easy to get along with, um, you're going to get a lot more help from those folks. Uh, that's that's right, really good right, advice. Right, exactly. Because, you know, they're, they're being, you know, they're like my ex. They're bombarded yep. all the time yep. with people that just want, want, want. <laughs> you know, and so to be able to, you know, be really nice and sort of yeah. be that breath of yeah. fresh air no, to I them. Think that's, super uh, cool. that's, that's great counsel. Uh, so, Chris, I know you're a real estate broker and a, and a coach uh, and, and that you've written what I hear is a fabulous book. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, I uh, as part of my real estate brokerage, I've been selling real estate, as I mentioned, for over 25 years. I started coaching listing agents, real mm-hmm. estate agents across the country. And I have a coaching and mastermind group, which is called mm-hmm. the Agent Unleashed Collective. And as a precursor to that, I wrote a book mm-hmm. called Massive Abundance and how to create passion, purpose and prosperity in your life. And I know I don't know if you can put it in the show notes, but if anybody hits me up on my website, which is theagentunleashed.com. And ask me oh, for the book, great. I'll send it to I them for free. We can definitely get that in the show notes. So uh, thanks for that info. That's terrific. Um, you know, I know there's a ton of real estate cool. brokers out there um, who are uh, dealing with leasing and, you know, thinking about it from that perspective. Um, you know, any any counsel for those brokers as they think about listing and, and, and leasing apartments? Is that something they should participate in or is that better left to uh, leasing specific professionals? Well, I personally, my frame of mind is it's better to leave that mm-hmm. to leasing professionals. 
um, because if you really want to be proficient, if you want to be really good at something, you really got to sort of focus on sales or it's hard to do both. I've talked to so many people that have tried mm -hmm. both and you're good in neither. My opinion is, is that um, if you're going to go into rental leasing, definitely, you know, concentrate on that. But here's the thing. I think a lot of people haven't gone into rental leasing and a lot of real estate agents have, haven't really got into it is because it's, it's mm -hmm. such a cowboy atmosphere out there. It's just so chaotic. There's no, you know, central kind of thing like an MLS kind of thing that, uh, that we can use. And so, as I mentioned to you before, so many clients of mine yeah. have asked me, how do I rent? And I'm like, I just sort of like, you know, look up at them and, <laughs> you know, shake my arms. I just, it's hard. So to the extent that, uh, you know, you guys can help with Wellesley, uh, I think that you might have a lot more people, yeah. you know, yeah, getting well, into I've, leasing. I've with. already talked to a number of brokers who are excited about, um, you know, Dwellsy being a comprehensive source um, that they can either, uh, yes. you know, point their clients to or that they can work with their clients and, you know, provide kind of the white glove service that, are, that a broker can provide um, as they're uh, helping a, a client with, with looking for the right spot. Um, so hopefully. Well, that would be a true dis yeah. disruptor well, can, in the industry. No There's not really uh, any comprehensive listing of uh, available units outside of Dwellsy. Dwellsy's the most comprehensive, getting more comprehensive yes. all the time. That sure would have <laughs> saved me a lot of time. Well, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be in your place for a long, long time. But if you uh, need to move anytime soon, uh, we'll be there for you. Chris, thank you so Sounds much for great. your time today. I've really enjoyed this conversation. It's been great to have you on Rent Matters. Hey, Thank that was you. a lot of fun, Jonas. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. That'd be great. I can do that right now. <laughs>